Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Uh, for real this time, That's this right. is our obligatory show together or else we have to change the name. That's the rule. Like once every couple weeks, we have to actually be together. You've got to renew the show. And Beamer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, that renews our show name for like another month or so. Right. So uh, <laughs> take it in for this hour because uh, we don't know the next time we might be together. It's uh, It should be happy uh, happy campers around Buffalo, right? I mean, I went to bed last night. Sabres were winning 3 nothing, so uh, good stuff happened there. Uh, and what? Yeah. Great things if you went to bed when it was 3 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they won. They beat Florida, right? No, no. What was the final? The Panthers put a touchdown on them, seven to four. Ah. <laughs> well, you know you can't win them all. No. Isn't that what they say? Can't we? I mean, you could win some every once in a while. Yeah, but. you might not be able to win them all. But winning a couple of games is always when good. you're up three. No, you know, never safe to go to bed. Don't sleep. Um, and I don't. I, does this happen to you when I get like cold and chilly? And you know this about me from going to cold weather bills games with me before when i get cold i get very tired i feel like i'm like a lizard right when they put them in uh you know like when they turn the heat lamp off they go dormant yeah and i almost feel like that's with me i know a couple of times we've been to games out in the cold and i've been you know back when the bills weren't quite as exciting yeah and i've been known to sit in the bleachers and Start to doze I, off a little bit. I remember that at a, uh, ex- a an exciting outdoor hockey game where it was freezing <laughs> <Yeah>. cold. <laughs> Woke up, uh, it was in overtime. I was yeah. like, wow, what's going on? But that's that's me. So I've, I've been like yawning a lot over the last yeah, if, hour. If, if the cold makes you tired, you would be dozing off in the studio. <laughs> it's just, it, we're, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, get our bearings here. But no, welcome back. Glad to Thank have you. both of us here. It's great to be back. Um, and uh, you'll be just by yourself the next two days of next week as I try and stave off uh, well, falling asleep at the Bills game. Neither of us will be here on Monday. So that's a big, oh, yeah. that's so a big question mark. There, um, so We'll be back at some point next week together, but <laughs> Beamaz and Beamer here. Hey, Joe, I was interested to uh, you know kind of resurrect this with you. I started to kind of talk about it a little bit earlier in the week uh, when I was talking about that new Beatles documentary. Yes. 
on Disney Plus. I still haven't started it yet. I still have to, you know, uh, steal a password and watch the whole thing. But it was just striking to me how I want to see it so bad, but it is like an eight-hour documentary. It's broken up into a few parts, so it is like two-hour chunks at a time. Mm-hmm. And two hours is just I, – I, I don't have the time. It, I, don't, I have like an hour of TV that I can fit in yeah. every night before I go to bed, and that is basically it. And then I've got you know weekends where you can watch – you know, I'll go out somewhere, I'll watch a, a soccer game tomorrow probably, and then, uh, of course, some football on Sunday. But really, aside from that... You don't have two hours to commit. I, there really isn't. Right. I, and I'm amazed by... I'm not totally amazed because this was me, you know, like five years ago, six years ago, where you could sit down and binge like a bunch of episodes of something all at once. But that is not me anymore. I'm very impatient. Like, I, I have to watch... Like you said, thirty minutes or an hour show. Even if I if I commit to a movie, I've been I've found myself watching movies I already know because I know that my interest is going to wane if it goes past an hour. One and two, I don't really have the time. I mean, I do like to get to bed and have a few hours of sleep before I show up here, which is new for you. Which is <laughs> the older I get, I find that sleep is better. Uh, sleep is important. That's part of that Harvard study. Yes. You know, they had that Harvard study this week that told you that you might live longer if you exercise, eat vegetables, and eat fruit yes. on a regular basis. Uh, groundbreaking. I think uh, going to bed every once in a while was also part of that. Yeah, it, it's funny. When I came back here in 2017, Brian, I was maybe getting three hours of sleep before coming into work at four. Now I find myself getting the six and seven hours of sleep. Well, that's good. I'm glad <laughs> we finally uh, switched that up for you. But, but- I- it does it does interfere when you want to commit to something, something you want to see, like that Beatles documentary, when you want to be able to give that two hours of time. I, it's it's crushing. So that's what I want to know from people, 803-0930. How much time do you have to squeeze in? I mean, there's more stuff available for you to watch than ever. And oh, yeah. there, I don't know, is there less time than ever to squeeze it in because of that? Or how much do you dedicate to watching some of these new things when everyone, you know, uh, uh, whether it's the Squid Games that came out on Netflix or, you know, one of these shows uh, that comes out, everyone seems to be talking about it. Are you the person who's in on it or are you the person who is saying, how do you find the time to watch an entire series in one weekend? Right. <laughs> because that's what I find myself doing. I I also, you know, like I want to watch the Sabres game, even if they're blowing three nothing leads. Uh, Virginia Tech basketball, Virginia Tech football, baseball season. So I, I, I do have to throw out there that I also commit my time to watching other things that some people can back away from, especially when the team's not doing so well, uh, and make time for you know the shows everyone's talking about. Squid Game's another thing everyone's talking about. I have not watched it. I think I'm going to have a problem watching it because of the overlapping and the dubbing. Um, if the lips aren't saying what... You're hearing? Oh, it's funny. It yeah. makes it funny. To me, I think that would really throw me off. I had a, a an Amazon TV that you would have to uh, clean it out every time, reset it every now and then because the audio would get off track with the mm. lips, and I, I it would ruin the show for me. I'd have to stop what I was watching and reset the TV. I don't know. It made it funny uh, watching <laughs> that. But no, no. So you're see, I can't even do like in the week. 
I'm not watching like games or any, Monday night football unless the Bills are playing. I am oh. not watching a minute of it. Thursday night, I would have loved to have watched that game last. I can't watch that game last night. Uh, you know, any hockey, it's just there is no time to kind of sit down and really watch any of this stuff for me. That's what people ask. Hey, you know, why are you you seem so into uh, soccer or something like that? I'm like, yeah, you know what? I like sports that begin at before 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I can watch it. I um, it, See, I'll adjust my schedule, and I don't know. Now that I'm finding myself to actually be tired when I should be tired, uh, but, you know, ACC basketball, the big game's always at 9 o'clock. If Virginia Tech's playing Duke at 9 o'clock, I'll find time in the afternoon, and I know my situation's different than people who work 9 to 5. I'll find time in the afternoon to take a nap, and then that will justify me staying up 9 to 11. So sporting events do still alter my schedule when it's something I want to watch. You're watching one of those like every night, though. Starting in January, yes. I mean, conference play hasn't started yet. It's just starting at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And and then baseball (laughs) season. And then going through the year. Yes. (laughs) This is the month off. Yes. (laughs) No, you're always coming in here. You're like, oh, did you catch, you know, whatever. Two schools. To be fair, most of that stuff doesn't start at 9. Most of that stuff starts like the same time the Sabres start at 7, and I can still have myself in bed by 9.30. Yeah, it's still too much. Uh, But what are you watching out there? I am watching. I've got, I want to see this Beatles thing. I get mixed reviews of this. You have to be in the mood. It's almost like, here's the thing, and and this is me without having seen it, but I've seen and listened to things like this. Like I mentioned, there's this uh, Stooges box set out there that is just, I mean, it is hours and hours of just the entire studio recordings of the Funhouse record. And you treat it like you're not being entertained by it, right? This Beatles documentary, and this again, without me seeing it, I don't treat it like a movie. It's not like a documentary in the normal sense where you're just kind of telling a story. This is eight hours of an experience, Right, it's being a fly on the wall in the studio when the Beatles are recording an album. Like that's how I think you have to look at that in order to not be disappointed with it, which I get like half and half. It seems like everybody who is really happy with that, they go, you know, wow, this is it was a really cool experience. I've never seen anything like that. Everyone who's disappointed says, ah, it just wasn't interesting. It wasn't like holding my interest because you're maybe expecting like a more more of a storyline, more robust, something like that. Yeah, set just your that, expectations. Yeah, you're you're not it's more of like a, a passive entertainment right. than it is something that's actually trying to grab you and focus you to pay attention. Yeah, I mean I'm not the biggest Beatles fan out there, but I've seen the commercials because Every st- uh, commercial on Freeform is for the Beatles thing. Uh, I think it's something that I'd find very interesting. You know, I-, I like stuff like that. It's a peek into history, if you ask me, right? I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. Music that's history. A- absolutely what it is. I- it's like a do, historical film. Do you find yourself reverting? For me, it's, okay, I've got 30 minutes. I'm going to watch an old Seinfeld that I've seen a million times. Or I've got an hour. I'm going to watch an old Columbo that I, I've watched a million times instead of committing that time. When you have a set, I know I have to be out of the house by this time. I don't want to commit to something that it's going to be difficult for me to walk away from. So I'll just hmm. go back to the old Seinfeld. I'll go back to an old episode of The Office instead of something new that I tell myself I want to watch. I think I used to do that. And if... I find myself with a little bit of time. I do that. But if I have 30 minutes, 
like to and I'm not you know actually watching something like just oh 30 minutes to my there's something to do yeah you, you know like there's there's always something to be able to do uh you know around the house or there, there's something that needs to get done that you can spend that time doing that I'm generally not going to say I'll turn the TV on for it yeah. I think part of that is having my kid around I don't really want the TV on all the time when he's I mean he's already he watches not a lot, but he already loves it. Like, you're already addicted to it. It's amazing, these kids. I mean, you can pick up the remote. He knows exactly what it does. I try to really never have the TV on that much. You know, every once in a while you give in or if he's sick, but you try to find things away from that. But then even if it's just me, I try and find something else to do. My TV time over the last week or so has been, and I do think it's funny. You mentioned um, like uh, you're seeing all the ads for the Beatles thing yeah. online. I I wouldn't even be able to tell you what the new shows are because normally I only learn that through promos during Bills games. But then I <laughs> went to the Bills game last week, and a couple of weeks ago, I mean, it's too much to think back to the Colts game that was losing my interest at a rapid pace a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So live TV. I really haven't watched anything in like over two weeks. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that's a, I could tell you everything that's on Disney Plus because lately I've been watching too many Disney products, right? College football on ESPN or the ACC Network. A lot of freeform with the 25 Days of Christmas kicking off. We have ABC on in the studio uh, every morning. So this is where I get my, just like you, this is where I see, ooh, this is what the new home alone. I set my expectations very low. And I watched it. Why? Because every stop set, they were showing a commercial for Home Alone. No, my uh, my watch right now is we're going through Band of Brothers again. Okay. And that's the – so we're a little uh, – we're like four episodes into it yet again. My wife's never seen it, so I'm making her watch it because she went through – we went to the World War II Museum while in New Orleans. And oh, while I'm spending hours talk about and that. hours there – she went through, but the museum thing, you know, she goes through a lot faster than I like to. So she went with another one of our friends and, you know, we had to find them at a bar right. somewhere <laughs> after <laughs> um, after we were all said and done with it. So I said, all right, you're uh, you're watching that. And then I'm super annoying now because every, uh, you know, 10 minutes there's something on the screen. And I'm like, hey, you remember that from the... You see him? She's like, no. Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> you, you remember that? You remember seeing that? I'm like, no, 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 I don't. You know, you make a good point when you say, if I had 30 minutes, I'll do something else instead of watch TV. I find myself reverting back to TV more now than I probably did two or three years ago. You know, like last this week in, in the 2 o'clock show, right? So in the morning, I have a little more time leaving uh, when I get home from the gym. And so instead of doing the dishes that sat in the dishwasher for five days. I just keep going back to old episodes of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe I need to, you know, before turning the TV on, think of the, you know, 10 things I was supposed to do around the apartment. There are, but this is like a little bit of that, right? Like how many times have I seen Band of Brothers? Like a million times right. before in the last two decades. <laughs> and, you know, what do I decide to watch? Not one of these new shows that are out there that everybody's talking about, but I'll just go back to something I know that I like. I always enjoy watching it through. And, I mean, I think this is a key now. You Here's why I think people really like the comfort food TV yes. of The Office, is that 
who is paying attention to TV, right? When, if I look back 20 years ago when the show first came out, I, you know, you're paying attention because you don't have an iPhone in your hands. <laughs> um, right. You might have like a computer somewhere nearby. It's probably not in the same room as when you're watching TV and you're really kind of focused on that now. Now, when you're watching something, I mean, you're distracted all the time. How do you really get invested in some of these shows Right. If half the time you're, you know, flipping through your phone, you're checking out this or that, you're doing your Christmas shopping while you're also watching TV. I think that's why people like to rewatch stuff so much because you've seen it already. You're not missing anything if your head's buried in your hands for about 10 minutes. I think it's got to be tough to be coming out with new shows now. Uh, oh, speaking of new shows, do you watch anything that comes out weekly? Are you currently invested in a show that you can't just go on a streaming service and watch the entire series right now that it's coming out once a week? No. I I, I think the last time that I was like that was Breaking Bad. Oh, wow. Okay. I, so it's been a while since. Yeah. I think that was the last show where I was. And when that ended, I don't think there was another show that I've since picked up that it's like, all right, every week. It was like Sunday, 9 o'clock. Got to be here in front of the TV. Can't miss the new episode of Breaking Bad. I mean, I used to be that way with The Office. I mean, that's probably the only show from the very first episode it aired all the way until the end. Thursday night, you know, whichever time it uh, was on Thursday night. Got to be there in front of the TV. Got to watch it when it comes out. That appointment viewing that I, I don't think there's anything like that for me anymore. And even if there was, I don't know if I, I can make that commitment. Right, to the time you wait for it. Yeah, to, to, to say, like, you know, if something else pops up or there's something else going on, to say, well, you know, no, actually, Thursday at this time, <laughs> I have to be watching this show. That's pretty tough for to ask when there's always the on-demand option now. During high school and college, for me, the show is How I Met Your Mother. 8 o'clock CBS Mondays was always the show, except for that. Three weeks that's, uh, at the time, Time Warner decided not to have Channel 4, and we try to set up an antenna in the dorm room. Different story. Uh, but currently, back into a weekly show called Hightown, stars Sunday night at 9 p.m. It's got to be the first time in five or six years that every week, Sunday, 9 o'clock, unless there's a Sunday night Bills game, we are in front of the TV watching Hightown. It's just too easy to get that anytime you want, I think, right. to, uh, to I mean, make that I mean, it's on demand at 10. Viewing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's right away. <laughs> Even stuff, I mean, uh, when True Detective was on HBO, it was on demand the second that it aired. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you're right away getting that. I'm, I'm remembering, right, <laughs> that whenever there used to be a band on, like, the late night show with Conan that I wanted to see, like, the White Stripes were on for, like, an entire week one time, or, you know, these bands. I would have to go and, like, find a VHS somewhere <laughs> and, like, pop the tape in and try and set the record so I got the show in time and would be able to watch the whole thing, like, the next afternoon when I got home from school. Always stressed. Setting the VCR, always stressed that I was going to miss it, that I set something wrong. That's AM the, or PM. Yeah. That's the beauty in 2021. Even if I set the DVR or there was a breaking news story and, it, and that show didn't air, I can go online and find it. Oh, yeah. I can go on some service and find what I meant to My DVR. My TV, every Bills game automatically records in full. I, just like, And I can access it at any time. That is awesome. Every single Bills game. And then it's also it also has, I can just watch the big plays. It breaks it down. Wow. And cuts it up. It's 
incredible. That how, is awesome. How you can uh, you don't even have to fast forward through commercials and stuff. You can simply just watch all the highlights. Do you rewatch sporting events? Is there are there certain games that you'll go back and and try to relive? Sometimes I did that a couple times with Bills games last year, like some okay. of those late night events, and you're like. Did I really see that? You know, and the next morning, if I, which I think I was every single time <laughs> off of work, uh, you're kind of hanging around and it, it recorded itself. I'll go back and, oh, wow, yeah, that was awesome. You know, oh, that was great and kind of rewatch it that way. I used to be big on that in, um, in college and, you know, still to some extent with some old hockey games that you remember going to or fun. I actually have a whole like box set of games um, I have the 2001 Game 7 Sabres and Penguins on DVD oh yeah I'm sure I've, you I've love gone that game. back and watched you love that game I did <laughs> I was there Hashik's last game in Buffalo that's right um, it, and I've done that before with uh, I've watched with friends uh, <laughs> uh, my buddy got a DVD of the first game against the Ottawa Senators in 2006, oh. which was hard to find anywhere except for just the goal highlights. Got the DVD of the whole thing, including the coach's corner and their intermission, all wow. the ads that play. We popped it in and watched that whole thing. So I, I do, from time to time, find myself in the mood to kind of watch some of these old games and jog the memory. That was uh, the day before my SATs, the game one, 2006. That was in the next year. There was uh, the uh, last-second tying game, and then a Fennigenov in overtime. That was the day before my SAT. <laughs> no idea how I did. Probably couldn't have been that good. I was uh, up all night watching hockey. I have already rewatched last week's Virginia Tech-Virginia game three times. That's insane. But, but you cannot I, say I have that not, you don't have time to watch TV. I have not. <laughs> to be fair, I have not gone out of my way. It's been replayed on the ACC network three times. One of those times, should I admit this on the air, was sitting in that chair during Hardline the day after. That's insane. I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I just I have rewatched it three times. So there are times where I'll try to relive a game by watching it when I see it when I see it's on, or sometimes I'll even go and try to hunt it out. Oh my goodness. So if <laughs> let us know eight oh three oh nine thirty. Are you like me or are you like Joe? Are you watching a ton of TV? Do you have the time or not? And when you do have the time, what are you watching? Give us some suggestions as you get into the holiday season. I think a lot of people, this is like the time where you can maybe uh, settle down later on this month. A lot of people taking those extra vacation yeah. days. Yeah, you, you have time off, uh, you're with the kids or something like that. What are you watching? Let us know. 803-0930, it's Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs. Eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. I, you know, I hate to be this person, and I'm sorry. Can we just point out something that happened <laughs> about 30 seconds ago? Jimmy, could you play that again? Because I don't know if Brian heard it, and I was really confused what was going on here. This aired about 30 seconds ago on this station. What happened? Not that. Hold on. <laughs> there was an image. I, I, I thought I was back on my way to elementary school in 1999 when I heard this because of the song that was being used. But when Jimmy finds this, he'll play it for us. I, I, was, I thought Jimmy was doing a skit. I thought he was really coming back with an NSYNC song. And then I heard the, uh, the imagery. Here it is. You're waking up with Janet and Nick. If I may. It's gonna be May. Kiss 98.5. Just so oh, no one's confused. on there? This is not Janet and Nick. They are down the hall on 98.5. Yeah. I just wanted to clear the air. Make who sure- would be who, by the way? What? Would you be Janet and I'm Nick? I, I don't, if, it, if we were. Can't one of us be Nick and one of us be Weez? No, okay, we can Let, do that too. No, no let's, not, let's not offend Janet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I, I want to make sure I wasn't hearing things. So I, just, I wanted to clear the air. This is not Janet and Nick, and uh, we want to make sure if that's the show you're looking for, it's down the hall at 98.5. Yeah, uh, this is Beam as and Beamer, and this is WBEN. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday morning. Um, if you uh, have any show suggestions for us, you're watching anything, let us know, 803-0930. I am, uh, this is the conversation we were having over the break is about the Bills game. We were talking all morning about the weather for this upcoming Monday. And, I mean, it is, I'm looking for, I'm going to the game on Monday. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be a huge game. But the weather has me, like, 
I, I do not get excited for a snow game like I once did when I was a teenager. So you're not excited like John Murphy is. He said he's excited for the conditions on Monday. No. Uh, well, he is in a booth. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the problem. That's the difference here. If I was sitting where John uh, was sitting, You'd be I, w- excited too? I would be very excited to watch the game play out in the snow. I do love the visual of it. It makes for uh, great TV. Everyone at home should be very excited. Uh, going to the stadium, though, I don't know. Not so much anymore. I mean, if it's snow, that's not as bad. But snow with wind and like cold air blowing in. It is a little, uh, I, I not sure about it. It's not, it's better than rain for sure, but it does make things a little bit uncomfortable. And this is Joe coming off of the game in the dome that I went to, which it's right. not often I get to go to a football game in a dome. I no, mean, there's, I've been to Syracuse like once or twice. Right. I've uh, been down to that stadium a couple times, but it's not an experience you get that often. So and rarely will you see a good football game if you go to the Orange Dome. Yeah, um, but it's. When we talk about the you know new stadium and like open air or dome, it, it hit me last week that you don't really get to fully know what you're talking about because I think so many of us have never experienced the game in a dome right. before. And I kind of think that my thinking was before going to games in domes and in that you know indoor climate was that because you're not in the elements or because like there's a roof or for for whatever reason uh, and it's like a different type of stadium that you're maybe not into the game as much. I don't know why I ever thought that, but that's kind of like my line of thinking for whatever reason. It's just like, oh, you're not into it. It's not like the true football elements and I think cuz he grew up going one way. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the opposite way now, because I'm, you know, going back to last Thursday, you're at the game in the dome, and I'm not even thinking about weather. Now, part of that is that you're not even thinking about the weather outside. It was beautiful it's that New Orleans, day yeah. outside. But you go in, and you're just enjoying yourself. I'm not, like, thinking about shaking up and breaking out my new, like, hand warmer or, you know, putting the glove on or taking my glove off to open up, you know, uh, food or something like that. You're just kind of enjoying yourself. And you get to really enjoy the game because you're not worried about the climate at all. Where Now I'm thinking ahead to Monday and I'm looking at this forecast, blustery snow. I mean, uh, you heard Susan say it kind of sounds like a snow globe that's shaken up, which, again, looks great on TV, but... For being there. That means the snow's going to be literally in your face. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm thinking, like, this kind of takes me out of the game because yeah. the whole time I'm just sitting there thinking, like, ah, you know, it's cold. I, you know, well, I can't hear you as much. Or, you know, I, I'm not focused on making noise because I'm focused on keeping warm. I'm, yeah. I'm going less ah and more into my hand. Uh, it, 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 do, it reminds me because, you know, the beginning of the season – it's warm. It's beautiful. I've gotten sunburned at the beginning of the season. It's different to have the talk, right, at the yeah. beginning of the season. Right. But then you get colder. And, you know, I thought the same as you, Brian. Hey, it's the elements. We're used to it. But you're right. There, those later games, you are focusing more on being you're being warm, warming yourself up. I remember the Christmas Eve game against the Dolphins. It was a meaningless game. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Dolphins, so it's not yeah. completely meaningless. But in playoff terms, meaningless. And it went into overtime. 
and Dan Carpenter missed a game-winning field goal. And I was more upset that he missed it that I had to stay in my freaking seat and couldn't get <laughs> to, the, to the car and start the heater. I was more upset about that than the fact that he missed it and now Miami has a chance to win. I go back to games like that, and you're right. You have this discussion now, these later games. Let's have it after Monday. I, I think you're probably going to realize if I was warmer, I'd be so much louder. Because I wouldn't be, like you said, trying to warm myself up, shivering. I'd be right into the game. There are sometimes, as much as we love our cold weather games here in Buffalo, as much as mo we can take the cold weather, there are times where we are focusing more on how cold we are than the fact that it's third and 20 and the Bills need to get a first down. For sure. For sure. I, I do that all the time. I don't, you know, I don't like to admit it, but it no. happens all the time. And... I think there was a lot of attention over the past couple of days, Josh Allen uh, talking to the media, and they were asking him because, all right, you're going to go from playing indoors to what looks like it could be a snowstorm of sorts uh, in Orchard Park on Monday by the time kickoff happens after 8 o'clock. Uh, you know, what do you prefer? And he was being a little coy, not answering the question, but, you know, he's walking off saying, I think you know what the answer <laughs> to that question is. But I'm focused a little bit more on the fans and what they think, and, you know, I think we all love the idea of out. I certainly do. I love the idea of outdoor football. Joe, if it were up to me, I all these games would be played outdoors on natural grass in the snow, you know, in the element. <laughs> like, that's part of football. That is football, yeah. To me. Especially uh, playoff football. Yes, absolutely. I, I love, like, the ice games. Well, I love watching it on TV. Um, when, you know, they played out in Minnesota in when Minnesota was outdoors for a season when they were well, building they, their new they stadium. They the University of Minnesota's And field. it was like zero degrees outside. Yep. And they bring out the big uh, uh, thermometer to show you how cold it is. And everyone's frigid. And you see the breath like that's football. Like NFL films, you kind of you don't want to lose that. At the same time, from a fan experience, I, it's it, it might be a great story to say, yeah, I was at that snow game. Right, uh, but I also heard the story of how long it took uh, you to dig your car out. Right, in the moment, <laughs> right. I think that in the moment you're having a much better time if it's a little nicer inside. Well, think of Minnesota. You know, the Vikings have a, a rabid fan base, right? The Minnesota Vikings. They played that, as you mentioned, that one season at the University of Minnesota. They couldn't wait to get back into a dome. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think there are any lesser football fans. And it's, it gets cold in Minnesota. They can put up with the oh, cold. Yeah. But uh, they couldn't wait to go from one dome to the other. And, and again, I, I've never questioned uh, are, are the Minnesota fans into the game. We all know the pass to Stefan Diggs uh, in that playoff game against New Orleans and how, how electric that place was. That was indoors. I think here here is where it lands on. And I'm not saying it all. I'm not trying to suggest that this is part of the NFL's role in these stadium negotiations. But you don't want to lose that, you know, outdoor football feeling, right? right. You don't want to lose the idea of playing in the snow and the cold and the elements and having natural grass and, you know, all these things that have are deeply entrenched in the history of football. You look at some of these old pictures. Everyone's all muddy. I mean, you can't even tell what team they're on. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, all caked in mud, their uniforms. Now, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to lose that. But it's almost like the question is, okay, so you don't want to lose that, but who do you want to sign up to be one of the teams that keeps that on? Right. Like it's so someone's going to have if you don't want to lose that someone's going to have to have those open air stadiums well, in the cold 
Do you want it to be you? I mean, as an owner of the Green Bay Packers, I can say oh, that my goodness. the Packers will always. I forgot about this. <laughs> the Packers will always play outside, right? They're never going to build That's a dome in Green decree. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm split on this, Brian, because you make a great point, And I do believe, hey, it could get even louder in a dome stadium for obvious reasons that it's in a dome stadium. And, hey, maybe people are more electric, more into it because they're warmer. But when I think of Bill's playoffs, um, I, I don't think of the drought. When I think of, you know, some of the, uh, the best Bill's games I've been to, yeah, it's, you know, I've had you know five or six layers on before I walked into the stadium. And like you said, that is part of football. That's my memory of going to the games growing up, going to Bill's games. Yeah, it was, you know, being a little cold, putting the proper gear on. Um, I don't know. I, I'm so split. And I've, I think I've been consistently split when it comes to the I, outdoor. Well, I indoor. love the person who chimed in because we did have this discussion before. Should we replay this when uh, the two of you were saying that you want an open air <laughs> stadium? And I know this happened before just a couple months ago. But I what changed, right, the weather. is I, <laughs> well, yeah, the weather changed. But uh, what changed is it's not often I go to a football game indoors, which yeah. I, I did. You know, I saw the Bills inside this past Thursday. And you kind of forget, I think, if you don't have that experience, how enjoyable it can be in a, you know, a newer it's not a new stadium, but they do a lot of upgrades for that. I, I mean, think every offseason. I didn't wait in a single line, it felt like, in that entire so nice. amazing. Uh, but in a in a really nice facility that's also indoors, I, without the experience of seeing how nice that is, um, it's kind of easy to forget. I, and I think I did say when we did this a couple of months ago that it was like the happy medium of covering the fans, right, doing the soccer stuff, but keeping the field open. Yeah, like in Miami. And I still, you know, kind of think that way. If if you're kind of guaranteeing that you're in the stands and you're not going to get rained on, um, that that does help a little bit. I'm sure that helps the people who are at the game against Houston where it was just kind of pouring all game long. <laughs> I, that kind of helps in the open air argument as well. But, man, there's something about being in that place and you cannot – it was so loud, Joe, in that Superdome with oh, yeah. their team getting – crushed and half the uh fans in there seemingly being bills fans it was still so loud because well, that's the nfc this nfc south practice of piping and crowd noise oh, oh yeah that's <laughs> i forgot that's what they do but it, whether it's the roof trapping in the noise or it has a little something to do with you're a little warmer you're a little looser and you're able to get into it that makes sense you're not shivering you're able to go, ah, you know, you're able to make that noise. That makes sense. I, uh, as you know, I, I am, I am split on this. I still, there's just, I, it, it would get a lot of getting used to if the Buffalo Bills were not playing outside. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's going to get a For lot sure. of getting used to not playing at uh, Highmark mm-hmm. Stadium. I mean, that's the stadium. I, I grew up going to games. They've done a lot to that stadium. And, and regardless of that, I think, I think whatever, we're going to lose a little bit of character because that stadium does have so much personality to us here in Western New York because it's been the staple of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Bills players come and go, but that stadium has been consistent for over 50 years.
I'm, uh, I, I was just thinking about that when we were having that discussion of how nice it was to uh, be inside, you know, compared to I, – I can't – there's no two uh, more different venues, right, than oh, yeah. last week inside, this week going to the game, and it's going to be in the middle of a snowstorm. I mean, it's going to be a completely talk about, 180 experience watching the same team. Talk about nasty. If you get there early enough for tailgating, you really could start in a rainstorm – and mm-hmm. then in a freezing cold snowstorm, which is the talk worst. about miserable. Yeah, getting wet, and then uh, get, I'm gonna try to avoid getting wet at all costs. Just That's the snow my, part. Yeah, <laughs> the snow. Uh, the snow. I really don't right. mind. It. The rain is brutal. Rain uh, and then drop below 32 the same time. That's so rough. Yeah, oof. that's so bad. Uh, someone's chiming in. A USA Men's World Cup qualifier versus Canada in Hamilton, January 30th, outside at Tim Hortons Field. Bring on the snow. You know what? I'm right there with you. The thing is, I think about that game, January 30th, up in Hamilton. I have already been preparing and thinking about what am I wearing to this game. That's what the cold does to you. (laughs) Like, all right, January 30th, I'm going to be outside at this game. uh, I hope it is the snow. You know, they're playing all their games up in, uh, they're playing one in Minneapolis. They're playing one in Columbus. They're playing it all outdoors in the snow. You want to talk about home field advantage, bringing Central American teams up to oh, Minnesota yeah. and Columbus in the middle of winter. There's your home field advantage. I mean, it's going to be great, but I'd be lying to you if I said that I wasn't already thinking about. All right, I'm going to have to bundle up. Where are my layers? Do I know where my layers are at? Uh, How warm am I in this versus that? Do I need a different game plan if it's going to get a little wet versus not? Talk about a curveball. They should one year play the World Cup in the winter. Well, next year it's going to be in the fall, but in Qatar. That's why. I mean in a cold Weather climate, a no. cold World Cup. You don't want to see that. Just, I think every that game's just all once, sloppy. Nah, I think that'd be fun. Nah, I don't a little know fun. About that. Someone else says, I shout louder when it's cold to stay warm. 803-0930, there might be we'll a, chime in. some truth to that, but I'm not sure. If you're indoors, and if you're warm, you're screaming the same the whole game, right? You're in, un- mm-hmm. I mean, unless the game's awful. Uh, you're you know into it. I feel at the beginning of a cold game, yeah, you're trying to warm up, but... As the game progresses, especially something like uh, Monday where the game progresses, snow's literally coming sideways, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, eventually, I don't think you're screaming as loud in the fourth quarter as you were the first. I just and Maybe this is like a personality trait. differs it definitely differs from person to person because I know that because there's people who go without their shirts on when it's freezing and it's yeah. snowing outside. But I am the type of person, when it gets cold, I tend to, like, I shrink up throughout the course of it, right? right. And then yeah. by the end of the game, like by the second half, I'm kind of like huddled up inside my coat. You know, I'm, I'm doing it right now where no one can see me on the radio. Um, you know, shivered up and just trying to stay warm. And I'm not making as much noise. You know, normally if it was nice weather, I'd be uh, going crazy, banging on bleachers and uh, all that kind of stuff. Do you think working in this studio has prepared you for Monday's game? <laughs> Joe, <laughs> it's not hurting. I mean, I'm like ready for the element. I've looked like Bill's Belichick um, the past so with my hoodie and hat on. Uh, over the past couple of weeks. So I do think it has helped me. Someone else is uh, weighing in on our text board for a guy using a heated car seat much of the year, bundle up big time. I, that has spoiled me, I have to say. Yeah. I, that might have spoiled me. I'm used to sitting down and my back being warm a lot. You've weakened your immunity when it comes to... Uh, I have. Yeah. I've uh, wussified myself right. when it comes to being able to withstand the cold because instead of... You know, doing what I always used to do in the cold in the car, which is, you know, turn it up. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. You know, just 
you warm yourself up by swearing like 50 <laughs> times out loud. That's how I used to do it in the car. Um, and, you know, running the defroster and blowing in your hands and doing all that kind of stuff. Now, when I get in the car, it's very pleasant. I, you know, the, the seat is uh, all warm. Uh, the car is all warm. It's really nice. It's definitely uh, taken a little bit of toughness out of me. Yeah, I can't wait till I'm up for a new car and I can uh, experience the heated seats. It, it gives you that edge, though. Does it, it probably wakes you up in the morning. Not having the heated seats? Yeah, being cold. Oh, you know, yeah. that like cold shock when you get oh, yeah. into your car in the winter morning. Oh, I get that cold shock, though. I, I walked Not that you need extra energy in the morning, but. Well, hey, after not getting up at 3.30 oh, yeah. for over two weeks, let me tell you. It We're a little hits, quiet today. It hits you. It, it, this was the first time. So it was um, a Wednesday. So two and a half weeks ago, uh, last time I got up and did this shift. Let me tell you. Waking up, thankfully I had to take the dog for a walk and get that kind of brisk weather, you know, to wake you up a little bit. But oof, when you are used to getting up at eight or nine for two and a half straight weeks, and then you have to get up at 3.30, I couldn't sleep last night, obviously, because I was used to staying up playing Madden till midnight for the last two and a half weeks. But I am glad to be back, Brian, and uh, hope that you witnessed the Bills getting back into first place on Monday. Because I was talking about this with uh, Dr. Tom Russo before he went on the air. I'm not ready to admit that the Patriots are already good again. So I want the Bills to reassure me and retake first place on Monday. So I'm hoping that you witness. Um, I know it's going to be a cold, miserable game, but hopefully a win to go with uh, that coldness. No, it's only miserable if you lose. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's only miserable if you lose. It's memorable. If you win. That's the Colts game a few years ago. The whiteout Colts game, uh, LaShawn McCoy. It's memorable. And no one was complaining. Well, there were people complaining. But, you know, yeah. when you had to dig out your car from 18 inches of snow That's after right. that game, you weren't complaining about it that much because you saw a cool Bills win that, I mean, you'll probably never replicate again. Maybe Monday. I don't know. Help them get to the playoffs, by the way. Uh, we'll see this uh, forecast, how it develops over the weekend. But looking pretty dicey for uh, this Monday. Well, hope it's a great weekend for everyone. I have no idea who's in here Monday for us. That'll be interesting for anyone involved. Mystery guest. Yeah, that's right. Stay tuned. Big question mark for Monday. Uh, by the way, no hardline Sunday. So I know you guys are happy because in about 20 seconds, you are three days of hearing no Joe Beamer on the station. And that's <laughs> a positive for anybody. <laughs> have a great weekend. Go Bills. And we'll talk to you sometime next week here on WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 